Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by Beauty Addicts for Beauty Addicts. I am your host, the unprofessional beauty junkie, Lindsay Kelk. I haven't got Harriet Hadfield with me, but I do have someone else. Who do I have? Hello, I'm Nadine. You're Nadine, not just Nadine, Nadine Baggett. Celebrity beauty. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Sorry. Because very sadly, Lindsay has been exposed to an old ad I did, a really annoying old ad I did about 13 years ago in a drunken evening with Emma Guns. That's not when Lindsay was exposed to it. Lindsay was exposed to it on the telly at the time. Were you? Yeah. Oh, really? I massively remember. You can never unsee that. You know that. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) And you do know it was deliberately designed to be disruptive, a.k.a. annoying. Well, that's, you know, in those days, that was quite modern. That was quite modern. No, I, my nan was an Olay girl. So, um, so was I was always a big Olay user. Even when I was in my early 20s, I used to use Olay. People used to shout pentapeptides in the street. <laughs> well, but I'm telling you, that was, real things. that was 13 years ago. Yeah, 13 years ago. That's amazing. And peptides were new then. I just I, They were the hottest ingredient. I have so many things to talk to you about. But I do have to say, I interviewed Dr. Marco Lenz from Zellens recently. Yes. And he was mad for a peptide yeah. and a pentapeptide right. and a hexapeptide they have now and all yeah. kinds oh, of things. Oh, there's so many of them. The, pepti- yeah. the peptide I was talking about was like, you know, one of the first gems. Cutting yeah. edge. Yeah. Cutting no, edge pentapeptide. I, st- I tell you what happened was Strivectin were the first people to y- launch it. And it came from a company called Croda, and then it came off license to Strivectin, and Ole picked it up. So if you don't know who Nadine is, she's just clarified that. that she is legit. There you go. I'm like, look at you, and you're not dropping knowledge left, right, and centre. Uh, we're very happy to have you here. You are one of our most requested guests. Thank you. Easily one of our most requested guests. But for anyone who doesn't know who you are, and not just the pentapeptide lady, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. So I've been a, a health and beauty journalist for my entire adult life. So I fannied around in various different rubbishy magazines in my <laughs> 20s, British printer, Home and Freezer Digest. Oh, nice. those were the days. Classic. How glamorous. <laughs> then I went to work on women's magazines in the health and beauty department. So I've been doing that for 30 years. And I was the beauty presenter on Britain's most popular daytime TV show this morning for mm-hmm. 15 years. And then I did the Titchmarsh show. I've done a little bit of BBC Worked at Hello, worked at Marie Claire, worked at the Daily Mail. I've been around the beauty block. You've done all of the things. It's very impressive. And now taking over the digital space. Yes. So basically three years ago, started a YouTube channel and finally caught up with Instagram and have now left magazines and make my living that way. Amazing. And also great cats. I'm going to get it out of the way. Yes, I do have two gorgeous tabby cats. Yeah, we're in Nadine's house right now and, and I've only been exposed to one so far, but I am going to hunt I'll down the I'll take you up and see the miserable one a bit later on. I just on. love them so They're much. They're not quite as beautiful as Anderson. Anderson fancies himself though, that's the problem. Anderson knows. The, the listeners of this podcast will be very familiar with Anderson just decides to insert himself into into the new news or into the Anderson highlight of the week. Anderson is basically the sort of cat that if he was in human form i'd be deeply attracted to yeah somebody that's slightly too good for me and hard to win over my brother constantly refers to him as uh, gets off on withholding yes and he's correct yeah it's like because what he'll do when I people like come over a man and a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll wander by and then be like oh look how hot i am you should definitely pet me now i'm leaving and going in the other room and i'm like there's a reason you came to me yes gone off topic already uh but the cat came back hi like, the hey, cat Yogi. came back Yogi, do you want to be on the podcast? So, oh, he does. Uh, Yogi heard that uh, Lindsay was coming over last night and he brought over, brought, and when I came <laughs> up this morning, came down this morning, there's a nearly trod in my bare feet on a dead mouse. Yeah. And then there was a partly decapitated goldfinch. But what a gift. What a, what a champion. Know. That's more gifts than I got from Jeff in the first time I met him. So uh, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that, Yogi. Um, I'm just struggling to know where to go because I just want to talk about cats and everything. Um, so you've done all the things in beauty. Uh, you've been in beauty, although your youthful good looks would belie it, a long time. <laughs> I have, yes. You have. Tell us how beauty has, how the landscape has changed. In some talk ways, 
the main difference is that now magazines and newspapers that I grew up with are are not where people get their beauty information from mm -hmm. now, which is why I started a YouTube channel and Instagram and all those things, because I think it's mainly about blogs and it's about YouTube now and podcasts and things like that. So the way people consume beauty information and reviews and advice is different fundamentally the products haven't changed that much mm -hmm. although i suppose the two revolutions that have happened in the last four or five years is the sort of high science ingredient led stuff yes which is courtesy of brandon yep. um, at the ordinary and then the sort of weird bonkers clean natural organic <laughs> yes. thing uh both two ends of a spectrum, but I still think the vast majority of beauty is sitting in the middle. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is I just think there are too many products. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is the right platform to say this because no, you absolutely. are indeed a beauty addict. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and when I find out you buy things, it breaks my heart. <laughs> I just, but I honestly, hand stuff. on heart, I do remember a time when Chanel would just launch two makeup collections a year. Yeah. And it was a really big deal. And now there appears to be a new collection every six weeks. Yeah. So there's just so much stuff. So what I try to do with my YouTube channel is sort through all of the marketing buzz and hype and just talk about things that actually work. Yeah. And they, I think people just want people to cut through the crap. Yeah. And the beauty bullshit and just go, look, in my experience over the years, this is what works. This has been around a while. This is proven to work. Yeah. This is what's worth spending your money on. And this is what's worth not spending your money on. And that it does scare me a little bit because like you say, we, we get sent stuff. We get sent a lot of stuff and you get sent all of the stuff. Um, I have invited Lindsay upstairs to rummage through my cupboard <laughs> afterwards. Very, not a euphemism. Lindsay's very excited. Um, Call I... the Uber with a very large <laughs> boot. <laughs> like, take that district line. Exactly. I'm afraid I need a car. Um, yeah, I find that one of the most difficult things to manage, even with full coverage. Uh, what, when I've got Harry with me, it's fantastic because Harry is so a working makeup artist. So she's trying out different stuff all the time on the makeup side of things. But she's not able to try out as much on the skincare because obviously she's not really using unpredictable skincare on her clients. And you can only use so much on yourself. I love skincare. I'm obsessed with skincare. But again, there's only so much I can use on You've myself. You've only got one face. I've only got one face. Yeah. And it's a sensitive face. Ever since I moved to LA, it's been much more sensitive because of the sun and the water out there. Um, how do you even know where to start? Like you said, there's been big trends. There's been the single ingredient. There's the clean beauty. Where do you where do you start? If you are someone who's walking into skincare for the first time, not knowing what to do, where do you even start? I always say that there are ingredients that have been proven and have been around a long time. And interestingly enough, there's less new products and ingredients. There's more new products, but there's less new ingredients being developed because we're now obviously for the last 20 years, not being able to test on animals, which is a good thing. Yeah. So as a result, there are proven ingredients that just work and you know that works and you just base your routine around them. Mm -hmm. So everybody knows about hyaluronic acid and everybody knows about glycerin and everybody knows about vitamin C and everybody knows about vitamin A and all those sorts of things. And I think at the end of the day, a good skincare routine should be based around active ingredients proven to work mm -hmm. and you just buy within your budget uh the more the more i speak to real women every day and the difference between working on a even a tv show where people would call in afterwards but certainly on a magazine where nobody really that got got in touch that that much and the difference between that and working on instagram and youtube is people slide into your dms and ask <laughs> you all those questions and you just know that in the real world, spending £180 on a moisturiser is quite frankly fucking ridiculous. And the average person can't afford it. And so you need to get your head out of that bubble and talk about what active ingredients work that people can afford every single day. Yeah, And that's the best thing that's happened in the last five years is there's been this revolution in beauty where really affordable skincare has come down to the high street. And you know what? It's great and it really works. Mm -hmm. Where do you fall on the single ingredient uh, products? Because we've heard quite differing opinions from different experts. I mean, my problem with companies like The Ordinary is not what they're trying to do. It's the way they're consumed in the sense that they're upsold. So people think, oh, this is only £7 or £8. I'll just buy 18 of these and yeah. layer them up. And then their faces fall off because they're really, really strong active ingredients at a much higher level than were previously available unless in anything other than clinical skincare. So I think single ingredients are great, 
but you'll never get the sophistication of a great formulation so you won't necessarily get a nice base that it's in yeah so if you think of something like the ordinary vitamin c it's incredibly powerful it stings like hell <laughs> it's a love or loathe marmite type product if you can put up with it great but there are probably more expensive more gentle vitamin c products that you're going to comply with and use every day yeah. rather than just make your face sting like crazy <laughs> once a week i just i think what you pay for and i'm not talking about hundreds of pounds here but that middle ground skincare that's probably sitting between 20 and 40 or 50 pounds you're just getting a nicer sensorial experience yeah same level of actives but nicer sensorial experience and probably better packaging yeah i hate myself for how much i love the drunk elephant vitamin c because I know how much I'm paying for the marketing and the packaging. Well, but I have love they it. sorted out their problems with skin Well, that's why I've bought three of them. When they had uh, they had a, um, a Sephora 20% off coupon yeah. earlier in the year, and I bought three because I thought they would disappear. And I don't know if they have. Uh, for people who don't know, there was a. Did they bring a lawsuit against yeah. them? Uh, skin L'Oreal, who owns SkinCeuticals, have brought some kind of lawsuit against Drunk Elephant. And I think a, some of it was dismissed, but then they're then re arguing some other small sub clause injunction yeah. section because essentially it's a dupe for it's exactly the same CE as for yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. and it's some sort of vitamin c solvent derivative process that mm -hmm. has been duped yeah um you should try the garden of wisdom from victoria health 23 vitamin c yes because we don't have that in the states so yeah. i'm desperate well, to get my interestingly enough that. garden of wisdom is an l la yes yeah. uh actually is it anyway it, I feel like it it's is up American. on that coast it yeah. is that it's is it from that area napa no i have a sneaking suspicion it's nevada Ooh. somewhere in nevada somewhere on the nevada vegas border oh I, then so I'll it's be an american company yeah but they do a specific range for victoria well, health yeah. in the uk and the 23 percent vitamin c with frulic is gorgeous it's actually a milky mm. serum so it's Ooh. really nice to use my skin loves a milky serum yeah they get yeah, very dehydrated too. in the states when yeah. i'm in la love a milky serum um and what i don't even dare ask i don't make eye contact with you when i ask this question how do you feel about the clean beauty movement I feel, I understand why people are attracted to it. And I'm in the process of editing a video at the moment. I was saying to you before you Ooh, turned up, we'll I'm link in the process. It below. I'm editing a video with Sam Farmer, who is a brand founder in the UK. And I love that I asked him the question so that he could then get the hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what did Sam me. Farmer and not you say? Yes. So basically there is... It's a marketing term. There's no such thing as clean beauty because the opposite would be dirty beauty. There's no such thing. Even the term organic is not controlled in the UK. The term natural is not controlled in the UK. It's all marketing hype. Yeah. And, to, and in fact, the beauty industry is trying to clamp down now and they're trying to make the term free from mm -hmm. not go on packaging because to say that something is free from doesn't make it a better product. No, it just means it doesn't have that in it. No, absolutely. And product recalls have gone through the roof. So more products are now being recalled because they're found to be... Um, uh, infected with bacteria yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Perioral dermatitis is going through the mm -hmm. roof, which is a mild bacterial or viral infection of the skin because products aren't being properly preserved. Um, and I just think at the end of the day, we should trust people who are smarter than us to formulate our products. I, I I'm was, science the whole way. Yeah, yeah. I was going to make a Brexit joke, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> trust people who are smarter than us. Let's not make these decisions for ourselves. Do you know, I always say the only argument I can ever find for Brexit, ever, is that the EU have really stringent rules on how many strength the strength of acids you can use on your face so we can't get sunday riley good genes yes the original lactic They've acid over the formula. here or the yeah. drunk elephant baby facial yes. which uh burned my neck yeah burned but you me. see you have the face of a beautiful little <laughs> <laughs> blue-eyed angel <laughs> Listeners, I've got the face like an old Gucci handbag. Oh, Trust on. me, I love a really strong acid. And I get on really well with baby facial. And I get on really well with the original Sunday Riley Good Jeans. So when it comes to beauty Brexit, 
if you would just leave my acids alone i'd be happy but that's still no argument no i um i love a good jeans my face loves the original the good jeans yeah, yeah. Um, i always the baby people... facial i can t- i can tolerate it now but the first time i didn't wipe it off my neck properly and it burned yeah it did burn i mean i think the thing is glycolic is so popular because it's a really small acid and it gets mm. really deep into your skin i always recommend lactic over glycolic i yeah. just think it's it's it hydrates it's much more gentle on the skin and yet i think it gives the same results in the long term it's just easier to tolerate yeah. i feel like overuse of acids is going to be one of those things 10 years from now that we realize we did the thing is i'm old enough that i remember when glycolic first came on the market and the reason that companies like clinique pulled back from glycolic was because people overused them then yeah. and, and they, really they essentially end up with the famous thin shiny skin yeah and i just think now again because those products are so reasonably priced people think they can layer them up yeah and they can layer up you know there are youtube gurus telling them that they should be layering on a glycolic and then putting a retinol on top and then putting a vitamin c on my my face would fall off if i did that and i have really tough skin i've really pared back my routine uh, I, have, I have hormonal acne. I have really um, aggressively hormonal skin and I'm on spironolactone prescription for my acne, which has been magical and has cleared it all up completely. You do have to get liver tests every three months to make sure your liver hasn't packed in, but well, that's, that's the price say, of beauty. This kelp, the skin's <laughs> looking fabulous Thank though. Thank you. Liver shot pieces. <laughs> I know. So I was going to say I'll just lay off the wine, but also not doing that. Uh, but I am getting the blood test. Liver so in rehab, fine. face yeah. on the red carpet. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I was definitely doing too much and I have massively pulled back mainly uh because of your advice so i do very much do now my vitamin c serum in a day and then something on top of that to hydrate and then i will either i have been using a skin lightening not bleaching but um a brightening brightening serum um since when i came back from my holidays because i'd got a few freckles that i did not want to turn into sunspots so i'll alternate with that and then a product i really really love and i didn't want to because like 98 dollars is the kate somerville vitamin c retinol mm-hmm. And it's so nice. You see, I think if you're going to use a vitamin C retinol combination, which is obviously the gold standard at night, then you need something that has been properly formulated to work yeah. together rather than layer on two yeah. separate really strong this is products. It, because my face was getting very sensitive yeah. to stuff and that my face just yums it up. And it's so moisturizing as well. I very rarely need to put anything else on top of it. My argument is always in the morning cleanse with a non-foaming gel easy to use hydrating cleanser and then use hyaluronic acid an antioxidant and a hydrating serum moisturizer whatever you want to use and then at night use a cream rinse off cleanser with a cloth to get rid of all your makeup then use hyaluronic acid and retinol and if you want a retinol vitamin c combination it has to be both together and then if if on top of that you need a moisturizer use a moisturizer again but that's it like those 12 step korean skincare i'm like, i'm sorry i just i've got a netflix series to watch and two cats to look after i really can't be doing with that no it's a lot it's a lot of pressure i've got a facebook group where people are more obsessive about skincare than i am and i make my living talking about skincare mainly although i do makeup and hair and everything like that as well and i just go you're all bonkers calm down yeah i mean i i love that people love it but i do worry about people doing harm to their skin um, because they think they're helping it. They, I think the thing is, it's the argument, isn't it, that something is good for you, therefore the more you use it, the yeah. better it must be, and there comes a point where that's actually not true. Yeah. I And I just think that it's not going to do you... When I find people, when they do those videos where they go, this is what I pack to go on holiday, and I go, really? Like, you're on holiday. It's really not going to hurt you if you just pair it back to two or three steps morning yeah. and night. It's really not. Yeah. I just... I... I think I change my serum routine because I mainly use serums morning and night, depending on how my skin feels. But by the same token, it will always have the same active ingredients in. Yeah. The one thing that you and I always disagree on is that I don't like oils and I don't like essential oils. I know, I and know. you're a real sucker for those. I Well, I never used to. I never used to use oils at all. When I was in England, my skin was really oily. When I was in New York, it was pretty combination. But now I'm out in LA. It's so, so dehydrated because yeah. it's so dry. Um, if it's and I don't use them all the time but if it's really dry it's the only thing that will lock everything in that I wake up in the morning and I don't feel like a piece of toast because mm. um, I do I just it's bone dry when I yeah. get back because I've been here for a month it will be an, I'll have a month of just having my face falling off uh, because it will just be so so dry I'd still suggest you use 
like loads of glycerin and yeah. urea and natural moisturizing factors rather than an oil i'll try because you know better than i do <laughs> <laughs> because i make it up as i Get go along. a big tub of cerave and just, just sleep it in on. that yeah. yeah it is it is rough it is um i hate i hate having dry skin i hate it i, hate I it. always feel with oil and I, I do know what you mean, because when I've been on holiday to Vegas or LA or you're abroad or something, and you get that instant relief from oil, but mm. then I feel, feel that you just, it basically, most of the time, just sits on the surface of your skin. Then you cleanse it off and you get no real hydration. Yeah. Well, so it's you get I that... put the serums underneath it and use it to sort of lock yes. it in, and I just, I don't rub it in, I'll just sort of lightly press. Yeah. So you almost use it, it like an occlusive it. on the yes. top. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and then wash it off in the morning and everything else hopefully has gone in and I don't put it straight on top of my actives I let that settle for like a second and then and then pop it on and I can't use it all the time because it does uh, block up my skin yeah 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 it's fun isn't it (laughs) and yet there's a new oil coming out every day well I just think they feel nice in the same way that people are addicted to lip balms they people like that feeling and it you get used to that yeah you get yeah. used to that sensorial feeling but i feel in the long term it's probably just sitting on the surface of your skin yeah and it's really not actually hydrating plus your skin. they look really sexy yeah for some reason oils oh i love a leg oil look really sexy yeah. although that said have you seen the new neutrogena spray that you can no. spray on your legs oh so it's part Ooh. of the new norwegian formula okay. but it's in a body spray so you can just spray that sheen onto your legs it's good stuff oh that's fun because the first generation of those body oil sprays and moisturizing sprays were not good in my experience I again, if we well, had them here but there was a vaseline one in the states that just did nothing but again you see i would i wouldn't ne- i wouldn't put an oil i would never put an oil on my face or well, my skin that, that was or my legs body, or anything. Going, yeah but yeah. it was not it was not great but I do get that sexy sheen on the yeah. leg thing. Are you a Fenty Beauty body lava no, don't girl? Don't be ridiculous. Of course I'm, I'm, a, I'm a grown <laughs> up. I'm old enough to be Rihanna's mother. I tried mother. really hard, but I couldn't keep a straight face. No, I mean, I think Rihanna's amazing. I love what she's done. And I love that a really smart, sassy woman has stood up and just said, I'm going to own the women of colour sphere. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Even though Mac were doing as many shades for years and just never spoke about it because they sat back on their laurels but no i mean you know i love her music but i would never buy her makeup it's not aimed at me anyway yeah yeah it's a difficult i am literally old enough to be rihanna's mother i mean i'm trying to think how old she is and technically where i'm from i think i am too (laughs) i'm not sure if i'd had her about 14 which is not beyond the realms of possibility in the village um oh good for rihanna i hope she's well uh oh my god have you seen the latest picture she's just put out of her in that sort of see-through leopard leopard print print stuff i mean (laughs) i have she looks incredible if i was a guy i so would (laughs) yeah and i think that interview is by sarah paulson who i also love so they both look incredible i saw sarah paulson once buying tom ford makeup at the grove loosely connected to this podcast but i was so excited i wonder if she buys charlotte tilbury now oh yeah i wonder you know, Charlotte obviously was the creative consultant on Tom Ford. Yeah, it was, and was about five that, years on ago. My face as well. Yes, and if you look at archive my face, you'll see that same. Uh, that's when I met quad Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. we talked about this, I think, before on the podcast. They were that's great how products. I met her. I wonder if you were at that launch. There was a my face launch event, and it was in like a barn stably type. Yeah, that's building. her. That was her old yeah. space in Northwest London. Yeah, I went at that. You went upstairs, we went, and yeah. they gave us a little iPod, yeah. and I was like, I've made it. Yes. Oh, we were in the same room. They so were amazing products. I love those i heard there's a rumor because obviously what happened was it was originally distributed through boots yeah and charlotte had created it which is where she then got the inspiration to create her own brand and to work on tom ford and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but somebody tells me that when they were taken off the market they're sitting in a warehouse somewhere in america on the west coast of america there are hundreds of products sitting somewhere that's going to be our spin-off podcast where you and i just drive around i mean i would break into that if that stuff that seal isn't broken that stuff is amazing those glittery sparkly shimmery quads were insane they're exactly the same as tom ford i didn't mean that they're very similar (laughs) to the tom ford charlotte Tilbury ones but essentially charlotte had created and there was an amazing foundation as well which was just like light wonder yeah basically it was charlotte creating a range for boots which is our equivalent high street store i mean what more would you want? She um she really scared me. That was one of my first experiences of Darling. being terrified by her. Yeah, and she started screaming at me that I had to dye my hair. My hair was my natural sort of mousy blonde. And she's like, what is this? What is this? And just kept flapping it um, and insisted that I go and dye it brown immediately because of my blue eyes and how dare I walk around with this color hair. And I was just sat there shaking. And the girl that did her PR also did Lee Stafford's hair uh, PR. 
and I was booked in a week later because they were like, Charlotte says. <laughs> Charlotte says. I'm you like, have no say in the matter. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, and I what, went Charlotte and did says, it. Charlotte goes. I yeah. went and did it. I, um, I remember... When I first started my YouTube channel, Charlotte's always been very supportive of me and I've always been very supportive of her because I used to be on Hello and covered the Clooney wedding and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Anyway, she's fabulous. She's got perfect clientele for Hello. And so we did a video together and it was when she brought out her eye crayons and she decided to do a smoky eye on me in black. (laughs) black like shimmer it looked amazing on camera yeah. i looked like a street walker in real life but the funny thing <laughs> but the funny thing was she kept kind of touching my face but from a distance like a really long like as far as her eye could her arm could go and i was like what's going on charlotte she went i can't see a fucking thing darling without my glasses but i never filmed yes. with them them on I've so everything is double checked on a monitor because she won't filming her glasses That's amazing. and she also says she, she puts on fresh makeup to sleep in as well right i'm that. never sure i, I think that that's might be true. slightly apocryphal yeah I, I i love it but yeah, cares, yeah. it feels a bit elizabeth taylor it's I'm very, very she's into it very elizabeth taylor yeah. i feel like she should be in with the sort of jackie collins elizabeth taylor and that's it i feel like she should live on in the south of france in a sort <laughs> of very tight poochy trouser suit at all times yeah, yeah with a cocktail in one hand cigarette she belongs the other. to that era yeah and that's why we love her that is why we love her um i want to know and i know our listeners want to know uh let's start on skincare because that's what we talked about the most what are your favorite products now and all time is there anything that's gone that you wish would come back um uh, oh god no there's always something new coming along that's new and improved and wonderful if i was to choose a range uh it would be a mix of good high street so i love a high street cleanser mm-hmm. so i love uh cerave hydrating gel cleanser uh, which is a non-foaming gel cleanser, which is essentially a bit like a high street equivalent of fresh soy cleanser, which I also Ooh. really love. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, a cream non-foaming rinse off cleanser for night to take your makeup off. So I love something like Boots, Your Good Skin, Nourishing Hot Cloth. I love a Nourishing Hot Cloth cleanser. Yeah. That's essentially uh, Liz Earle's cleanse and polish, but without any of the fragrance in yeah. it. Uh, and I love a microfiber cloth. I'm desperately trying to find an eco-friendly microfiber cloth. And I've set up a whole discussion on my Facebook group because bamboo I thought was eco-friendly and now it's not so eco-friendly. Oh, it's God. not soft anyway. Uh, it's not as soft. Um, get that from Primark pack of three. I or went to get Amazon. some when I first arrived. You'll never find them. And I that woman get them. I was furious. Told everybody. Yeah, I, know. I know. And I was at the Oxford. I went to the marble arch one and they bloody didn't have any. They you can fault. go on Amazon and just look for face microfiber yeah. cloth. I've got loads at home them. i just yeah. didn't bring any because i thought i would buy them at primark and i'm Damn. an idiot okay. i'm an idiot uh so uh and then hyaluronic acid and i think again don't spend a lot of money on hyaluronic acid don't spend a lot of money on your cleansers they just end up down the sink so i love hado labo mm-hmm. uh which is Japan's number one skincare range. And it's here now as well, right? Yeah, on Amazon. They're the king. And it's going to the States as well because it's gone the English language way. So they are the kings, queens of of hyaluronic acid. It's sitting at around £16 and they do one with retinol in the evening, although the retinol's a low dose. And then I spend my money on my antioxidants. I do love a bit of SkinCeutical C-Ferulic. Nice. Bit of Drunk Elephant, obviously. Bit of Environ, a bit of Epionts. Any of those kind of vitamin c kind of vitamin e serums i quite like but then hydration save money on hydration love indeed love cerave all that stuff because that's purely hydrating and then in the evening i like to spend my money on my retinol and i do love a nice expensive retinol i must admit so i love a bit of neostrata i love a bit of environ i will if i can get hold of it use prescription tret yes 0.025 0.05 i've never gone to 0.1 I've, my I've face totally always falls got, off i've got one although i've pulled back i was on one when i had acne they put yeah. me on 0.1 yeah one is technically only prescribed for acne um but i always get mine when i go to somewhere like mexico or thailand yeah. and like <laughs> land land buckets of it yeah land somewhere abroad go to your little local pharmacist and then go uh, do you sell retin-a and they nearly always do um and then what i would do is i would mix that 50 50 with a bit of like something really boring like a cerave yeah. hydrating cleanser a uh, moisturizer and just apply that for like four or five months of the year because don't forget i live in london I mean, it's June. We're sitting here. It's just not raining. <laughs> You've I've got put the, the heating, heating on. on. It's freezing. It's damp. That's why I'm not obsessive about SPFs. Unlike a lot of influencers, I'm not obsessed about SPFs. But the truth is, 
I actually spend most of my time inside in a really damp, miserable city. <laughs> uh, so I love my It Cosmetics SPF 50, which is a physical SPF. I do really like the Drunk Elephant Umbra. It's really nice. Yeah. That's an SPF 30, which is a physical block as well. Um, so, yeah, I spend my money on vitamin C and vitamin A and then the cleansers and the hydrators. I love Indeed Labs Hydration Booster, which is a really lovely glycerin serum. But I would never spend money on hydration or cleansing. Yeah. And hyaluronic acid you used to have to spend loads of money on, but you don't anymore. Yeah, it's totally democratised yeah. now. If I'm going to spend loads of money, you know where I'm going to spend money? Fragrance. Ooh. Oh, my God, I'm such a fragrance snob. Talk to me about it. I'm such a fragrance snob. I love fragrance. I love, absolutely love fragrance. Interestingly enough, nine days out of ten, I don't wear it. But when I do wear it, I absolutely love it. So I love a bit of Lalabo. I love a bit of Frederick Mal. I love Portrait of a Lady. Yeah. I love Another 13. I love La Santal. Um, I love the Comme de Garçon fragrances, all the smoky fragrances. I love Molecule, all the molecules. I think they're really lovely. I like quite disruptive, quite weird fragrances. Mm -hmm. I like really masculine fragrances. Yes, me too. I either go, I will wear men's aftershave like i love uh, Ble- Le- Le Bleu by chanel yeah the Bleu by chanel i love that Bleu, Bleu. as they pronounce Bleu. it Bleu. Bleu. um tear de maize is the yes is absolutely gorgeous gobsmackingly good um, or i go completely the other way and wear very i've got really acidic skin so I really struggle with fragrances to not smell like cat wee. uh <laughs> there's so many i can't like so if- tell me a completely feminine fragrance that you wear um so i've always i've worn for years coco mademoiselle um, oh my god don't get I know, stuck in a so with you. no i know but um <laughs> that's a bit of a it rocker. doesn't smell the same on me as it, it does different. on other people which is weird because i'll tell people people ask me what i'm wearing and i'll tell them they'll say it's not and i will have to get it out of the bag and say it is though but it's because my skin's very acidic if i put number five on it smells like i've rolled around a litter box it's disgusting yeah but i think shana number five smells bit. like cat litter anyway or at least an old lady and i love it smells like an best old lady she smells cats, incredible in it cats weed on her back <laughs> smells so sexy on my friend and then i'll borrow it and i smell disgusting i still don't think it smells sexy body chemistry man it's tough yeah. um but my portrait of a lady is sexy you yes. know when you walk past somebody in the street you want to dry hump them yeah. i love that smell <laughs> i absolutely love that i always smell. used to love the original agent provocateur for that because oh. it smells a bit dirty all related yeah they're all re- they're all in a similar and there used to be a fragrance by yardley called chic and they're all mm. of a similar fragrance family Ugh. and they've all that slightly sort of studio 54 sweet heady heady smell yeah which even though i might not necessarily wear i really love it on other people yeah i also really love citrusy fragrances i love a citrus fragrance and i love a a kind of i mean i suppose joe malone masters them perfectly but i love that kind of slightly grapefruity i would never wear them but i love them on other people i have one of the joe malone's that and the blossom girl collection Mm -hmm. they did last year that was very very light and florally but and citrusy but it was never cloying and there was one i can't remember which one it was it was the orange bottle i can't remember what it was called but it smelled exactly like the perfume i had when i was a teenager would you remember i'm sure you will when they brought out they first started bringing out teenage fragrances and it was the lulu blue Mm -hmm. and uh, it was flirted into D was the Givenchy one and it was all the first time they were really marketing the Givenchy high-end. 3 was my first ever fragrance uh, mine was uh, just uh, Eau de Givenchy mm. oh, I bought it from Duty Free when which I explains had why left. we like slightly citrusy masculine yeah. fragrances yeah because yeah, that cool was words. so lovely yeah. Uh, but I had the Givenchy Fleur d'Entity. I wanted the Lulu Blue but it smelled disgusting on me uh, I had the Fleur uh, in Givenchy yeah, it was Fleur into D. It's the Forbidden Flowers. And they interviewed it. They interviewed it. They advertise it in Just 17 every week. Have you smelled the And I wanted it so badly. I haven't, I but haven't. it's not the same. Uh, because I, sm- oh, I haven't smelled it in person. I've smelled it in a magazine fold, but they don't oh. really count, do they? I need to go and get it on my skin. But someone told me it's not the same. Um, but I bought a bottle of the original one off eBay <laughs> not a couple of years ago when I had like a, I must have to bottle. Does it smell good? It's, it smells disgusting on the skin because I sprayed it on me and it smelled rancid. But in the bottle, it smells exactly the same. Okay. And the Jo Malone Blossom Girl from last year was almost exactly the same. And I was having that was an a iconic fragrance growing sensory up. breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. So incredible. Um, but so now, that's where I like to spend my money. And it's like I would never wear any of the main Chanel or Dior fragrances that they sell that they market but their Les Exclive collection yes, I and wear the design, Boy they are mine. so beige is beautiful they are just exquisite fragrances that's when the perfumers basically aren't being told by marketing that they've got to create a sweet 
slightly cloying, yeah. like easily marketable scent. They're just allowed to go away and create something inspired by the wooden screens in Coco's <laughs> house. So you've got Coromondel yeah. and stuff like that. But they are truly beautiful fragrances. Well, that's artistry. I think yeah. that's genuinely artistry. I was wearing Boy when we interviewed Katie Jane Hughes a couple of weeks ago, and she gave me a hug before she left. She went, what do you smell like that's talcum powder but fit? Mm. I was yeah. like, oh, it's Chanel Boy. Exactly. And I'm, I'm going to get some at the airport. They've got one, one of... If, I, I don't know if... Well, you've talked about liking citrus and liking slightly mm. sort of masculine scents, but I quite like quite leather animalic scents yes, as well. Yes, me too. And the Kurusi, which was the smell mm. of uh, Coco's... I mean, obviously it wasn't because yeah. it's, it's the reinterpretation <laughs> of the smell of Coco's Russian leather... Russian lover's leather boots... So it's leather, oh, but Russian that beat, leather. That story. Yeah. Are so you in the story? It's very fragrances? slightly fifty shades of grey. No, it's I like love kind it. of the crack of the whip. It's yeah. just fabulous. I love those. And I old love some stories. of the Tom Ford ones for yes. that reason. I just think that they're really clever. I never done. got on with the Portofino Neroli fragrances. It was always well, a bit much for me. Because that's but, one of their um, best sellers. I know, and it just doesn't smell right on me, but I love all of their masculine leathery fragrances. I did get a whiff of the um, new lavender, and I actually really liked that. Yes. I was surprised. And I like lavender, but straight I up on lavender, the skin, I don't like it. But, but in I think that, it's a beautiful it's nice. interpretation, and the flat yeah. on's gorgeous. Yes, the bottle's gorgeous. Yeah. And I like, did you like fucking fabulous? I, I actually quite like it. I didn't mind it yeah i quite liked it yeah i thought it was interesting i just think tom interestingly enough uh i don't think tom is an originator but i think he's very clever at archiving mm -hmm. previous things even in his fashion i think he was the yeah. same so he reinterpreted that whole kind of studio 54 thing and i think he's just basically an arbiter of good taste mm. he was a dick when i met him really mm. that's depressing yeah i saw him at a panel for his film when he had the nocturnal animals film and he was great but he also wanted us all to like his film so yeah i think he's much more <laughs> passionate about his films now yeah i liked it i thought it was yeah. great i but love i would dig out anything he's ever created in archive from when he was at gucci yeah. and wear it in a heartbeat i mean i absolutely love all that halston kind of inspired yes. stuff and i love the fragrances and i love the makeup and it's all product porn but i just feel that sometimes i think bearing in mind i worked for hello for years he wouldn't even be deemed to be quoted in hello oh oh tom oh tom oh tom um are you a that handle... said i do think he's incredibly sexy oh he's fit as yeah, he's fit yeah, as he's massively fit, fit as <laughs> full donny still would oh, fit as <laughs> and um... i also just love his style i love the jeans and the velvet jacket i mean i yeah. just think that's what i mean for to me he's the arbiter of good taste yeah, yeah. but i think he kind of knows it yeah oh i think so yeah he would be my cat he would be anderson cooper yeah if he was a cat see that says oh, we've come full <laughs> circle again we i really want to win him over even though i'm not his type or even his gender <laughs> Part, maybe the reason type. he was a dick to me was because i was basically running there going tom love me love me <laughs> and he was like nope <laughs> oh one day you'll get him um are you a candle person uh no, because I've got two cats with very uh. fluffy tails. Although there is a Tom Ford one down there. I tell you what I am. I'm a, a Feu de Bois diptyque uh. room fragrance person. Nice. And I spray it into my uh, lampshades. Oh, that's I a good love, idea. Probably my all-time favourite smell is diptyque Feu de Bois. Exactly. My yeah. diptyque is uh, 34 Rue de saint germain yeah everyone's got one yeah, she says have. this is it's just true. becoming and I, a very I, specific niche but i podcast. also love the the feu de bois which is basically the smell of wood fires yeah and i even love it in summer and i think it's crazy but i just think for me if they made that into a fragrance i'd be quite happy to wear that as a fragrance yeah. which is a weird thing to want to smell of and that's what i mean about being weird about my fragrance my fragrance taste is so marmitey mm -hmm. and i'm quite a snob but that's not that's to say JLo Glow is an amazing fragrance and SJP, Sarah Jessica Parker's stash, is phenomenally yeah. good. Yeah, I think SJP did really, really, really good perfumes. Yeah. All of them are wearable, but stash is gorgeous. Stash is phenomenal and I think it's completely bombed because yeah. it's so unusual. Covert was incredible as well when yeah. she launched Covert. We were saying earlier on, Lindsay and I were both saying that I got I created a beauty blog yonks ago i think it was probably 2006 mm. and you created yours in 2007 january 2007 um way ahead of the game and i remember cov covering the covet launch and just thinking this was incredible yeah. but just thinking i kind of think 
if somebody creates a mass market fragrance and I like it, I automatically think it's going to bomb. Yeah. <laughs> because I think I like, I can interpret skincare and tell you what to buy in skincare to suit everybody. But fragrance is so personal. And for me, I quite like really left field fragrances. Yeah. I think it's always fun to go and smell those things that you, you don't know about though. That's always, I think fragrances, like you say, it's so personal, but it's such a joy. What's your, well, what's your idea of a, if, okay, if you were to get in a, stuck in a lift with somebody, like what would you literally think oh my god i can't I get know. out yeah uh angel oh my god yes Cherry Moogler, angel so my story yeah. is i remember going to paris because i've been on so many lab tours going to paris and having the guided tour of clarins who actually own angel mm-hmm. and you can imagine what the clarins factory smells like it smells bloody amazing because like even, though I, draws, even though i don't even though even though i don't like fragrant skincare i mean could you imagine like those bath products and everything it just yeah, smells, gorgeous, smells gorgeous absolutely beautiful it smelled incredible we were running around and normally you know you're kind of thinking oh god i just want this to end this is as and they went and on the very last moment we'd seen packaging and we'd seen formulation and everything we'd been to the labs and we'd seen the whole thing uh and then they went right would, would you like to go into the inner sanctum <laughs> and <laughs> and it was behind glass and there was literally like this in America, they're almost like grain stores. You don't really see them in the UK. You know, when you're driving through middle America and you see a grain store, it's yeah, like, like a, a big huge grain silo. Met- silo. Yeah. And I saw this silo and it was pale blue. More. And it was behind these, it was, it, was, it was behind these closed doors. And they went, would you like to come into the inner sanctum? And, and as we turn around the corner and the doors open, and it sort of went, and it's there tiny, it. went, whoosh, like that. You think, oh my god and it, it was this huge silo with angel written on it and <laughs> this is how the, i'm gonna die a third of the people walked through <laughs> and were like this is incredible i've died and gone to heaven mm. a third sort of wavered in the entrance and i was like an extra out of chernobyl yeah i was like i could <laughs> not get away quick enough and i think i had a headache for three days yeah. afterwards one of my roommates at uni used to wear it and you would not we were on the third floor and you would come in on the ground floor and, and i smell could smell it. it if she'd sprayed yeah. it because i hated it so much and to this hated day so i much. still cannot bear to be in the room with a gourmand fragrance so a fragrance mm. that automatically makes your mouth water so if it has i don't even like yeah, vanilla, i can't bear vanilla chocolate can't bear vanilla, vanilla. it reminds me of impulse stomach. vanilla kisses yes and it yeah. makes me want to be sick yeah and my yeah. idea of hev- hell is to get in the back of a cab and to see one of those little sort of hangy uppy fir trees and it to be anything chocolate cinnamon yeah. vanilla spice it's yeah like, i don't Whoa. like foodie scents no um which yeah. is interesting because i love food me too keen. keen i mean i could literally drown in a tub of ice cream <laughs> i just don't want to smell like it oh no it's the worst um and yet i used to wear angel innocent which was the lightened version which they discontinued because they discontinue everything do I you like. know what i did like interestingly enough i loved angel uh, not angel so it was terry moogler amen oh yeah, yeah you yeah. had a note of sperm in it <laughs> yeah i also enjoyed that because thierry so obviously is bonkers i don't yeah. know if you follow him on his, instagram his clothes are next level oh, it's insane the most incredible designer of all time again if i could wear one designer forever it would probably be vintage thierry moogler absolutely incredible he's a little bit bonkers now i don't know if you've seen him so he's completely shredded and ripped oh my god and he's always posing in tiny little pouches and he's got to be like over 60 he's got to be he's built like arnold schwarzenegger it's incredible but i kind of love that creative genius anyway they kept it quiet but he did have a note of sperm in his uh yeah because it was like the a star men was it was stylized i remember it yeah because i used to wear the innocent and um i did one time i got a sample from the um from bloomingdale's and because i'd run out and they gave me a men by accident and i wore it and i loved it and i think alien smells interesting as well i don't dislike it good on me but um i don't don't again i wouldn't wear it but i like what he's trying to do yeah but you see in a way Angel falls into the same category as Amen or Alien. At least he's doing something different. I yeah. mean, I love that he creates things that are like Marmite. So and you either love them or you hate them. 20 years on, I can walk into a room and I know exactly oh. what it is and I know who's wearing it. That's actually an incredible achievement. Like and, it or loathe it. And nowadays you create something and it's given three months to be a success and then it disappears. And, gone. and Angel was a slow burner that became mm-hmm. a cult for a really good reason. It's a beautifully crafted fragrance. Yeah. It's just that it gives me like that oh, proper full-on headache yeah, yeah. Uh, that and on boys it's jupe 
it's uh, Jeep, yeah. which you still get a whiff of from time to time, usually yeah, on an no, Uber I, driver. There is nothing, there's no male equivalent for me. I of, mean, to me, in fairness, angel. it's because of my 17 year old boyfriend, but I can't, I cannot bear it. Do you know it. it's pronounced Yope, don't you? Yeah, I don't care. Because I know from the 90s, it was Yoop. It's like when yoop. my aunt used to wear um, an A and A. An ace, an ace. Yes. I'm like, well, in the 80s, I'll think you'll find it was an A and A. Like Casherel. How dare you tell me how to oh, describe your exactly own perfume? What that bottle like. Yeah, the white, um, it was supposed to look enamely with yeah. plastic with flowers on. Yeah. yeah, I can smell that. I can still smell that. Yeah. We had, um, I did an interview, our last episode was with um, a fragrance expert from a company called Pimrose, and she talked me through the science of scent, and it is fascinating. Oh, it's so clever. So, I, what she told me that I'd not known, and everyone already knows this because they already listened, but I'm going to tell you again, you guys, because it was fascinating, is scent is the only memory you can't um, disconnect. So you can sort of stop yourself or disconnect your memories and your triggers through therapy or through mind control but you can't with scent so if you smell something and it triggers a memory you cannot stop it it's like it a just cat happens. burglar in your brain yeah and it the gets limbic in... system which is yeah. sits behind the back of the nose is essentially the outside part of your brain yeah so it's directly connected to the that's back what of your she was nose. explaining yeah. and i'm like it makes so much yeah. sense it's like a cat burglar it can sneak in whenever yeah. you and want you have no control yeah. over it any other memory you can sort of disconnect and learn to control it but scent you can't i have a memory from being in a really sleazy little nightclub in samaritz and everybody was dancing and we were on a press trip and this very handsome italian man came and started dancing next to me and obviously trying to make a move on me and i was like i've got to go i've got to go i've got to go my one regret people would go to me was he really handsome do you wish he had i went no i wish i'd asked him what fragrance he was wearing because he smelt like heaven and to this day it's still the fragrance that reminded me and it was just the most incredible fragrance i do like a fragrance jeff won't wear fragrance i like a fragrance on a man I, I think, think it if depends they're wearing it choose. and it's not wearing them. Yeah. I think there's nothing, I think it's really sexy to sort of get close to a man and get a whiff of it and be like, oh, yes. No one else knows you're wearing that. I only really hang around with gay guys, so I can quite <laughs> happily dry hump a gay guy. I would never do that to a straight man. It would be inappropriate. <laughs> but I regularly smell somebody that smells fabulous and just go, come back here. Yeah. And I do it to women as well, what actually. I will regularly dry hump women if they yeah. smell amazing. And I just pull them back in and then bury my nose in their neck in a really inappropriate so way. So if you meet Nadine yeah. and she tries to dry you up your leg, good. don't if, worry about it. If you meet it. Nadine and you want her to come nowhere near you, just wear <laughs> angel. Douse yourself an angel and you'll see me and Nadine across the room crying, <laughs> holding cats and sobbing. Oh, God. One of the reasons I love my cats is because when they come in, they smell amazing. Yeah. You know Anderson they... smells amazing. Your it's cats, weird, But it? your cats don't go outside, so my no. cats come out, come in. In London, I know this is weird for you listeners if you're in America, but our animals are allowed outside because we don't have predators. But basically, my cats come in and they smell of, like, damp grass mm. and earth and moss, and I love that smell. Yeah. Anderson just smells amazing. That's, that's, I mean, that's why I've got to marry Jeff mm. because we'll routinely just pick him up and bury our face and in, in the inhale. cat. Yeah. I'd be like, why does he even smell good? And then you t- say that to non-cat people and they're like, what's wrong with but you? But it's weird, isn't it? Because dogs don't smell amazing. like that. Dogs no, smell, smell bad. Belle Belle doesn't really smell of anything, but Anderson smells amazing. And do you think that's... Well, but, but he's been done. So why yeah, does I know. he smell weird? I don't know. Yeah. But he's also sort of half... He's not long-haired but he's very very plush yeah furry so maybe it's that and she's just short hair i mean i know my cats smell good i couldn't live with anything that didn't smell good my boyfriend smells really good and he doesn't wear aftershave at all but his skin just smells yeah, good Jeff smells and good. i remember speaking to uh, a really famous gentleman called george dodds who was the guy that back in the day was trying to create a human pheromone and he said to me he was basically he was he was a bit like a sort of slightly weird version of that book that patrick suskin book he was going Mm, around taking imprints of everybody's skin and sort of trying to find out what the pheromones were yeah and i told him a story about and we've talked before about my dysfunctional relationship with my boyfriend (laughs) because he's a miserable bugger and he won't be listening to this i can say that (laughs) but i swear to this day after all these years even when i'm really annoyed with him if i just smell his neck i kind of go a little bit weak at the knees and he doesn't wear he uses unfragranced products so that's just the smell of him bastard Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a little bit like me being angry with my cat this morning because <laughs> there's a dead goldfinch and a dead mouse and then I pick him up and he looks at me and I go, okay, I forgive Maybe you. Maybe he wants to see the goldfinch. Maybe he's seen the trailer for the film and he's, he's excited about it. <laughs> It was not pretty, listeners. It was no. not pretty. No, I won't post it on our Instagram. No. I warned <laughs> I warned Lindsay when I sent it today. I said, the cats know you're coming over. Trigger warning. They've brought you some gifts. And then I sent two pictures. And I had to put trigger warning on because I'd previously shared it with some friends. And they went, I hate mice. I won't be able to sleep tonight now. I was delighted. I was delighted that they thought so highly of me. I was strangely <laughs> proud gifts. of him, I must admit. Yeah. No, when my mum was poorly, um, our cat used to bring a... Like, he would try and wrestle my stepdad to get things up the stairs to her bedroom because oh. lucy would be like this will make her feel better yes. allow me to take this in and it's like it won't it won't make no, her feel better it really won't no <laughs> yeah and there's nothing worse than coming down in the morning half asleep not that i get up that early but and then just treading on it and just going yeah. what well, i felt a squelch what the hell <laughs> yeah, was that don't yeah. feel good i mean you're tough as nails though cat owners tough as nails. you have to be don't you yeah. um i feel like i should ask you more beauty questions before people just switch off the cat cast. we didn't talk about makeup what we makeup didn't that's what love? i was going to ask you next what you what you love um i am trying really hard to pare back because i am yeah, terrible at just such a bloody addict yes i am and, and yeah. openly will admit it yes. when i came away i've been away for four weeks all it's why all. you're so good at podcasting though because you are genuinely passionate I, I love about it. it like i legitimately Where will I've talk about it all day the velvet rope and i'm like yeah. yeah whatever i've seen it and i want yeah. more i'm like violet <laughs> beauregard i'm like i want no it now it'll turn me You've purple got the rubber band and i'll like already flicking for the vein <laughs> aren't anyway. you? <laughs> yeah uh, i've been really good on this tour i only brought one makeup case and just a medium-sized she bag. said case, case. <laughs> no well because it's not really a bag it's like a zippy perspex a uh, just clear bag um but not big one and then a, a, a small bag just with loads of lipsticks in that i threw in the last minute panicking but all i brought was i brought two foundations a couple of concealers, which I've barely used because actually my skin's been really good. I've been lucky. Uh, Bearing one, in mind you've been on a book tour, your skin looks amazing. I've been diligent with it because yeah. I should look like an ass by now. You I should look like look an incredible. actual bottom. I got up yesterday <laughs> and I was grey. Uh, so today was a lot of rest. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really pair back like one cream blusher, one powder blusher. Uh, and then just three Tom Ford eye quads and like sort of a brown just eyeliner a, and a black just one. A just three. the three. Well, last year I brought like seven so eye palettes. So that's 12 eye colours. Yeah, but normally I would bring like three or four or five or six really big palettes, whereas I just but brought the But this is very interesting because I, I look proud. at you and I feel you have a signature makeup and your makeup always looks the same. It has this, that's because I brought the same <laughs> stuff. But I, I will I, I'll buy at no end of makeup and end up wearing the exact same shades out of the, I'm sure the most annoying thing for all of my followers is when they say to me, I really love that new eyeshadow. What is it? And I just started using one recently and it's MAC Moth Brown. And when oh, I, went I to, love Moth and Brown. And when I went to MAC, they went, oh, that was discontinued two years ago. Yeah. But it's been sitting in my cupboard and I ref and I knew I loved it and I refused to use it till I hit pan on the previous one. <laughs> People hate me. I feel like they had that as part of the Barbie collection about 15 no but 12 13 years ago Such i think they included shade. it in the barbie Such collection a it's a really and ironically neutral... it's a shimmery yeah. gray grayish yeah. color yeah. It's, it's not, not actually brown at all. At all. there's no warm no. in it and it's gorgeous and i love a tight line and i yes. and for me the best one is the mark jacobs one but mark jacobs don't send me a lot and i refuse to buy I makeup i mine so, was and now i hate it because i don't agree with her politics and i try not to touch her brand the cat von anti-vaxxer yeah, i know it's the cake liner yeah. is incredible but they are amazing i did one of my instagram tv come shopping with me where i take people around high street stores the other day and i always say i said you know 
despite her politics, she does some amazing products. It's, yeah, and I, you know, no judgment if people want to I buy her, her stuff. I met her and interviewed her. She was lovely. I have not met her because she's cancelled on me on three different occasions for three different things. Well, so. I did meet her when she just launched into the UK, and she was yeah. obviously desperate well, for go. three pages in <laughs> Hello Magazine. I'm sure she wouldn't speak. Three to me different now. occasions I've been supposed to meet her for three different things. None of them were the podcast. Um, I know one was actually one. With, the last one was the podcast at last year's Indie Beauty Expo, and she's cancelled every single time. I know a lot of people that don't like her. All I can say is that I met her and she was absolutely lovely, very funny, very intelligent, seemed very politically sound. And then shortly after that, the whole Jeffree Star thing blew yeah. up. Ish. And then the whole anti-vaxxers thing. Of course, she is like full-on bonkers, natural, anti-toxins, weirdness. Yeah, looks that way. Yeah. Oh, oh well. Um, but tightlining, good to know. But she is, <laughs> but that, that is a good tightliner. It's really, really good. And it I doesn't transfer on your bottom. And that's all I've worn on this tour yeah. is pretty much new dip and those two mixed together. And then Lash Paradise, L'Oreal on the top and Glossier Lash Slick on the bottom. See, I love uh, L'Oreal Ultimate, you know, the one with the bendy wand yes. that Val Garland yes. created. That's a great product. Again, you see... Love this. Just as I say, never spend money on cleansers, never spend money on hydrators, never spend money on a mascara. No. Absolutely love a budget mascara. I love Max Factor Masterpiece Max, which I don't think you can get in the States or it's called something different. You I love L'Oreal Paradise, L'Oreal Unlimited. Yeah. Love a cheap There's mascara. There's lots of um, expensive ones I love. Like the Marc Jacobs one I think is incredible. I've always enjoyed their real, but I just don't think they're better. No. They're just different. The only remotely expensive one I really love is I love Benefit Bad Gal Bang and the reason so I, I love it with that at all. well the reason I love it is because it gives you a va va voom what I call stripper mm. lashes in a single coat and if you're going out afterwards it's one of those rare mascaras you can go back you in four build. or five hours later and it doesn't feel like you're I just you couldn't know, get it off it didn't matter what I used I, you see stuck. that's my definition you see and then uh, that's what I mean by stripper gal lashes yeah, really yeah it was but really really glue. microfiber cloth and a good rinse cream cleanser yeah, should get it I'll off give it another try because I do love their real um, bad gal eye pencil was one of my first ever premium beauty purchases the, the Boing it. concealer is really lovely. Although, yeah. if you're in the UK, the number seven, uh, they've got a brand new sponge. It's basically a dupe for Charlotte Tilbury Magic Away <laughs> concealer. They've got a sponge under eye concealer that's absolutely bonkersly brilliant. Oh, amazing. Without a doubt, the best thing I've used to come I've from number seven the for ages. Maybelline Erase, is it Erase yes. Rewind? That yeah. under eye concealer yeah. is excellent as well. Yeah. Really, really good. So what what else are you using? What else are you obsessed with on uh, makeup I love Charlotte Tilbury when it comes to, so I do like Light Wonder if I'm looking for a lighter finish foundation. Mm -hmm. But if I'm filming, I always wear It Cosmetics CC Cream. Mm -hmm. Love it. Blended with that brush. Got SPF 50 in it as well, which I really like. Um, and it does give you a heavier or slightly Instagram coverage, but when you're filming, it's perfect. And if you're doing TV, it's perfect and then i set it with um makeup forever hd ultra loose translucent powder mm -hmm. right up under my eyes even though i'm in my mid 50s and it doesn't settle into my lines and i do have wrinkly eyes and then i like beauty pie one powder wonder which yes. is the press version yeah, that's really good. that's really nice and then you juju cleanser is really lovely Ooh. it's quite heavily fragranced but it's really nice okay. um and the spf 25 is phenomenal i've got Ooh. a video going up uh, rating facial spfs both every day and for holidays because i don't think they should be different from uh, the lightest to the heaviest and that was basically the lightest budget product i could find great packaging really nice really lovely um people always ask me if beauty pie is worth it and my argument is uh yes but just share the membership with all your friends sorry beauty pie yeah. but really that's what you need to do you just need to get together with two or three friends yeah. one of you buys a membership and then you use it all but you rate the products I think, yeah, I think they're really clever. Part, I think they're yeah. pretty good dupes. Yeah. Let's be honest. They're coming from the yeah. same factories. Yeah, exactly. They really are. But also I think even the stuff she's gone on to develop that hasn't been a dupe, I think I think they've done a really good job. Yeah. I haven't used enough of it to know. It's hoping to change that. Can you get it in the States? You can't get it in Canada. Uh, I know you can that. get it in the States, but it's been really hard to come by. Yeah. You go out of stock They have stuff stock really issues. Easily. That's the problem, which is why in a way, if you're going to get it, because obviously you know the membership is not that much money but you've got a guarantee that you're going to spend 120 quid a mm. year on makeup or yeah. skincare which technically doesn't sound much but when the average unit cost is between five and ten pounds it's actually quite yeah, a lot to use yeah. so if you can just share it with a best friend or a family member i think it's a great thing yeah. to do also um 
I found one thing that I could with those, with those sort of club things. You can be buying Christmas presents throughout the year. I find is a yeah. good and budgeting the lipsticks option. are incredible. Yeah, because you They're buy a lipstick for someone, you buy a candle for, like, for someone. Charlotte Tilbury. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen the fragrances and I haven't seen the candles. Candles I have and the candles I really liked. Yeah. Um, but I think they're that's, very random. If you don't know to what, what to get, and you want me. to spend the money. Yeah, uh, get a candle, save it for someone for a birthday or Christmas or something. Yeah, yeah. So I think beauty. I think Marcy is very clever, and I think what she's trying to do is quite disruptive. And I quite like beauty disruptors. Mm. I, it's like I, why I like the Inky List founders, and why I, you know, despite him going off the rails why i got on really well with brandon i just i like people that think outside the box i think it's very clever do you consider yourself a beauty disruptor no i don't consider myself a beauty. i mean <laughs> i consider myself a, i tell you why i consider myself a beauty disruptor because i'm not afraid to tell the truth mm-hmm. and i don't let brands bully me and i won't fall for marketing speak so i'm all about beauty without the bullshit no face tune no filters all that sort of stuff and if that's made me a disruptor then yeah so be it but i didn't set out to be that i'm just like that I'm essentially like that in real life. Like I said to you earlier on, if, Can you're, gonna, if you're gonna ask for my opinion, I should warn you that you're really gonna get it. Like I'm not sugarcoating any of this. Yep. So I'm a little bit like Marmite. <laughs> like, but I don't like Marmite and I like you. You don't like Marmite? I don't, I just can't Have get you tried with Marmite it. with peanut butter? No. Oh, I might have to force feed you after a couple of margaritas <laughs> I later. I don't want it, I don't want it. <laughs> That's going to be the end of me. And then, and then Lindsay was never heard of again. We're under a patio Choked in West London. to death, yeah. In West London. The cat's pouring at the patio. Like, she's under here. It's all very Brookside. Uh, I am going to wrap up. I love your cultural references. Nobody in America <laughs> Sorry, is going to know what know. Brookside it's, is. It is best that we end. Let's <laughs> um, end on a high note. I am, I'm going to ask you, and I'm not going to make you sing, but I am going to ask you for your highlight of the week. What, um, if you had to pick, and I totally sprung this on you, that's really mean, sorry, but if you just had to pick a product that you've been especially loving this week, doesn't have to be new. Oh God, have you seen anything. the new limited edition NARS Mini palette? Yes. It's gorgeous. Yes. I have a very big weak spot for NARS palettes. I just think yeah. they're absolutely amazing. And even though I'm generally not a palette fan, there's something about a NARS palette that sort of just speaks to me at a guttural, slightly pornographic level. <laughs> and it's dinky. Is it so miniature yeah. wanted? Yeah. Is it, I think, yeah. The, the big want is lovely. The, big the funny is thing lovely. about palettes is sometimes I open them and I just kind of, they're so nice, I never want to use them. Yeah. I just keep looking at See, them. See, this is my And then I give them beholder. to friends as gifts. Yeah, I have a drawer full of palettes and then I just use new dip. But I love owning a palette and oh, same with nail colors like i don't ever really paint my own nails but i love buying nail polishes because i just want the colors the louboutin nail polishes oh, I've, I've got one and i've never opened it up but it's like a piece of art oh, i just so leave beautiful. on the side yeah so beautiful uh, for me my idea of the, one of the highlights of my week which was actually last week was did you see nick chapman organize her beauty draw so oh, she bought everything from porn. Ikea and then inside she brought all the clear dividers porn. and then she just kept opening them up. So she had a drawer of <laughs> lips and a drawer of palettes and a drawer of brushes. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like when Christine Grey goes, here's the key. The helicopter's upstairs, ready to take you away whenever you want. This is my games room. It was like Nick Chapman opening a drawer, a drawer full of into a wall. Yes, yeah, so I was like, oh, heaven. Tie oh, me up nice. now, Nick. I'm yours. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I, I've made you choose one and I haven't thought yeah, through your, mine. what's been your... Um, you probably haven't seen that much. You've got a whole host of posts waiting for you when you get back, haven't I know, you? I'm quite excited. Jeff's not pleased, but I'm quite <laughs> excited. Um, the thing I've actually used a lot on this trip that I... And I forgot I put it in my bag um, is... Oh, weirdly, NARS. Um, the NARS Afterglow Lip Balm. Um, the Orgasm yes. Afterglow Lip Balm, which I... Uh, got last year when it first came out with that orgasm collection. I think it's back out now. And they've is, got yeah. a couple of different shades. They've reissued it. But I've got the original, the rose goldy packaged um, orgasm one. That packaging. I've been wearing it the whole tour because I've been a big Dior lip glow person, which I know is a real. I get another Marmite. People love it or they hate it. But um, I've been really, really pale. I'm really my skin's super pale at the moment, probably because there's been no sun on it for four weeks. Lindsay, are you ever super tan? No, but I'm extra pale <laughs> to the point You're where you're essentially the lip glow a Disney princess. Like, you really are. Um, but the lip glow just was come reading too pink when I was in the UK. It could be the light too, which sounds yeah, the crazy. The light is so great; it takes the color out of everything. Yeah, it was reading really, really pink, and and it just looked a bit lurid. So I start, I pulled that out of my bag, and I've been wearing that at every event, and I am obsessed. My one bit of Nas advice always is that orgasm is a cult product, and 
And I actually think it's really hard to wear. It, I can't wear it at but all. But they do a version called Bumpy Ride. Yes. And Bumpy Ride, Andrew Gallimore described to me as Nas's younger sister. But actually, I just think it's 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 more peachy, less orangey, and it's less shimmery. And if you wear that and then top it off with a bit of free sole over the top, which is like a highlighting powder, uh, you'll never get as many compliments. And I think it suits absolutely everyone. I got Bumpy Ride in the advent calendar last yeah. year, which was the main reason I bought the advent calendar was because I saw him putting it on you on your YouTube yeah. channel. Uh, well, except that they gave that video to me and they put a weird filter on it to try and make me look good and they should have just unfiltered <laughs> it. But trust me, it works so well in real life. And actually, I remember the first time I ever interviewed him about it, he used it on somebody like Lupita Nyong'o. Mm. So if it works on you, yeah, it, it works, works on, on me, and it works on Lupita Nyong'o, that means it works on everybody. Yeah. Such a great product. Gorgeous. Yeah, I've never got on with orgasm. No, it's much better than love orgasm. Love a bumpy ride. Hate an orgasm, love a bumpy ride. <laughs> that says about everything, doesn't it? That's that's summed this up quite nicely that summed up this conversation perfectly <laughs> amazing uh well thank you so much nadine baggett celebrity beauty editor my pleasure uh we could not be more grateful i really hope we'll do a round two at some point we should get guns in can i come to la and do it yeah let's do okay. that well, rude not to now i need to I'm return the favor on you're the getting cats. married i think now you're an american citizen you could just swing the other way and marry me and then i can bring the cats over give it a shot jeff live might be open big, to it we'll live in one <laughs> big sister wife house together you <laughs> love that yeah she would date it one is too many wives for him already so <laughs> let's see if we actually make it down the aisle and thank you so much to our wonderful Facebook friends on the Facebook group. We've been begging for Nadine, begging for her. Uh, and there she was. Uh, <laughs> there she is. Hiya. Um, uh, so, yes, thank you so much for you in the Facebook group. If you're not already, you can come and find us at facebook.com forward slash full coverage podcast. And then join our beauty banter group from there. And, of course, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to our patrons from Le Patreon or as it's also known patreon or patreon however you want to say it dot com uh, it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n so who can say i'm nadine no no opinion uh, but anyway thank you so much if you have uh, pledged money towards us every month to keep the podcast going that's incredible you have blown our minds your first uh, patreon exclusive episode is already out there so if you haven't subscribed yet and you're thinking about it there's a whole episode of full coverage just waiting for you if you go to patreon.com and sign up so that's nice isn't it uh, and we're recording another one very very soon uh, but thank you very much and i shall see you very soon bye bye normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.